What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Monday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. We're here every morning on YouTube, on bettingpros.com, and we're here wherever you get your podcast. Audio-wise, the YouTube video is available. If you guys have not gone and hit subscribe yet, we're trying to get to 5,000 subscribers by the end of the month. We're at 4,600, I think. So we're trying to get another 400. If you've not subscribed to the Betting Pros YouTube channel, please go check it out. You can see all five episodes of the Sharps Report video-wise now up on our YouTube page. Patrick Everson, who is a longtime media member in Las Vegas, covering the sports books, covering the the uh, sports gambling industry is our guest for last week, episode five, coming up on uh, later this week. On Wednesday, you will get a college football edition of the Sharps Report with a guy who I started talking college football with betting wise 20 years ago. Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports is a guy who, I mean, a long time. He's known me for a long time. He knew me way before my wife, way before my daughter, back in Huntsville, Alabama. And I took Lee pretty much everywhere I went. And kind of he stayed behind, if you will, with other shows. Once I left, the market took Lee and kept Lee where he was. So I brought him to Huntsville. I brought him to Omaha. I brought him to Des Moines. I brought him to New Hampshire. I brought him to Kansas City. So, you know, he's him and I have had a longstanding running relationship when it comes to betting on college football. So he will be the guest this week for the Sharps Report as we get into in deep with college football betting, bets he likes, how he handicaps, what he does, how he goes about it. So he will be our guest on the Sharps Report that'll drop on Wednesday morning and you can get it on YouTube, the video as well as the audio if you want to watch that or listen to it at the same time. So uh, very cool stuff there with the Sharps Report. It's gotten off to a very good start, a very good start. You guys have received it pretty well. So excited to keep that going here. Episode six to drop to drop on Wednesday morning. Okay, so one and two yesterday, it was a bad break type of day. And look, you're going to have days like that. So for a sixth consecutive day, a parlay hits Giants and Red Sox. So that came through. That was a plus 108 parlay. So I, I missed one officially yesterday, but I came back with one personally. So I've got a streak going here of six consecutive days of hitting a parlay, which is kind of ironic <laughs> given my stance on parlays. But I have done two leg parlays a lot in the UFC. This is not totally out of the ordinary for me to do this. It's just not something that I recommend, but I'm doing two leg money line parlays. I'm not doing five teamers, six teamers, 10 teamers. I'm not doing that crap. Okay. We're just doing two team money line parlays simply because in baseball, favorites have been hitting at such a, such a crazy rate that I I mean, it's hard not to get involved. It's hard not to jump in front of it. So we're going to do that, but I'm going to post the parlay in the Discord channel. I've got two plays for you here on the podcast. The parlay, though, will come at you in the Discord channel later on today. Bettingpros.com slash chat to get in there or underneath me here on YouTube. There's a link that'll take you right there. And if you haven't joined it, what are you waiting for? I mean, football season's starting to percolate. We're getting into some real cool times of the year, and it's a great time. Everything we do is free. Everything we do is free. And that's a huge deal because the prop bet cheat sheet is up, by the way, for the NFL, which is really fun to look at. If you want to look at prop betting and how to, you know, what the projections, the algorithm, what they're saying is going to happen. We've used that a ton. We're going to use that a ton coming up here during the NFL season. But that's up on bettingpros.com. Just go search the NFL 
and click on picks. You can see the prop bet cheat sheet like you do with the NBA. So that's been, you know, really a cool, cool revelation that we're that close to, to football season that we're actually having that be posted. So it's a great time to be a part of the Discord channel. It's a great part to be it's a great time to be a part of the Daily Juice community. And I couldn't thank you guys enough for being with us all summer, you know, riding this, you know, through the desert till we get back to the oasis that is football. We're almost through it. We're almost there. Uh, but unfortunately, we got a lot of baseball to have to bet to get us there. But we went one and two. Red Sox scored two runs in the bottom of the sixth. If they had scored two runs in the bottom of the fifth, we would have cashed the over in the first five. Instead, we don't get there. And it's a 3-1 start in the first inning. And then no more runs were scored until the sixth inning. So that's just kind of a bad break. And it's unfortunate. Red Sox had bases loaded with one out. And they couldn't get a sack fly or a home run or even a hit. They couldn't get anything in there. Uh, and then they went on to win it 6-2. to two. So we had that money line. So that was good. Giants win on really the run line should have been the bet, to be quite honest. I'm beginning to kind of toy with the idea of doing a run line parlay to get even better odds, but that might be getting a little bit greedy, but we'll, we'll see what happens today when I do grab, to grab a parlay, but uh, for two legs, but we got that right. So that was the only thing we got right at plus 108 because the under for the Colts game did not hit. The over came in. So for week one, it finishes 14 and three for NFL unders in the preseason week one. Let me tell you something, okay? We're going to study this and we're going to watch this. But in week two, I I think we might see a 14 to three number to the over. Because what I think is going to happen is I think the books are going to set numbers around 40, 42, somewhere in that range, generally for the games on Thursday, the games on Friday. Let me see while I'm sitting here. I actually haven't looked yet if they have the game for the Patriots up on Thursday. Patriots and the Eagles uh, playing in week two, because I'd be curious to see if we've got a number here already posted. And we do. Okay. But no total. (laughs) Okay. So they haven't posted the totals for Thursday or Friday. Patriots are favored by two and a half on the road. Road to the Eagles. The Chiefs are two and a half to the Cardinals on the road, and the Bengals are catching three from them from Washington on the road. So two road dogs and one home favorite for Washington against Cincinnati, but no totals. And I, I th- that shouldn't be that surprising because I think the books are going to try to do some calculus here and, and, and kind of look and see what exactly the betting public will expect and what because they got killed. Okay, there's just no other way around it. They got absolutely destroyed. And look, that's just because, you know, people tend to follow these and like, yeah, so FanDuel has numbers up. DraftKings does not. But we'll look around. I I haven't seen BetMGM yet. See if they've got any numbers. But we wouldn't bet that anyway. But what I mean is, I think we're going to see like 42, 43, 44, somewhere in that range for totals. Okay, for, for week two. I expect a ton more offense. I expect offenses to be playing maybe an entire half with starters in there. I think you'll get the quarterbacks to play. Okay. Uh, Numerous teams sat their quarterbacks. I don't think they'll set their quarterbacks. I think this is the real dress rehearsal because the third game is the final game. So I think the second preseason game actually will be like the third preseason game. I think you'll have the dress rehearsal going on. And that means offense. That means game plans. That means a full walkthrough. So I expect a lot of points to be scored in week two. And I think the books are going to have to kind of grin and bear it and just kind of suck it up if we go on a run. But I think a 14-3 run to the over wouldn't shock me. Not at all. 
in week two of the NFL with games, you know, high scoring, a lot of offense, a lot of deep shots being taken. The teams you would expect to go high potent, high, you know, high octane offenses to score chiefs and whatnot. I expect it, even though I don't think we'll see, you know, I doubt Patrick Mahomes would play, but I think the offense will run smoothly and I think try to put up some points. So that's where I'll be coming up. So we the 14 and three to the under, we missed the under. So a one and two day, but the plus one or two in the parlay kind of helped us out a little bit. So down about 0.4 units on the day. Not horrible given what we just hit with parlays and everything else. It was a very good week. So, you know, ending Sunday. Yeah, that's just kind of how it is. So we start Monday, which, by the way, now that we're into football, I have I, I've tried to figure this out. I I may go Tuesday to Monday. And that's how we'll track weeks during football season. I haven't. I, I last year I decided that Saturday was the first day of the week, and we went Saturday to Friday, and it got a little confusing because you hit, you hit Tuesday, and it was like, wait, is this last week or this week? I think it might be a little easier if we just say that it's Tuesday to Monday, and that the Monday night game that's the last game of the week, which technically it kind of is. That's the old like you know old school bookie way. It's Tuesday to Monday. So I think we might start doing that when it comes to tracking purposes and tell you guys, you know, what did I do for the week? I think that's probably where I'm going to go with that. Just kind of heads up on that, but we'll start that once we get to the NFL season here in September. But, you know, last week was good. Hopefully I'll have another another good week coming up here today. Okay. So let's start. I got two plays in baseball, both a half a unit for you guys to jump in here. Okay. Cubs are at the Cincinnati Reds and the Cubs are getting I mean, the Cubs have become one of the worst teams on the road in all of Major League Baseball. Okay, the worst teams in baseball on the road. The Rangers are 14 and 45. The Pirates are 18 and 41. The Rockies are 14 and 45. And the Diamondbacks are 14 and 45. Those are your worst teams in Major League Baseball on the road. And where are the Cubs? Well, the Cubs are right there. 21 and 40. Not that much better than the Pirates. I mean, seven wins better than the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, but not much better. The Marlins are 20 and 40 as well. The Nationals are 21 and 35. Uh, The American League has a little bit better teams. The Orioles are 21 and 41. So it's a bad record. But the Cubs have played really poorly over the last couple of weeks. And this winning streak, this losing streak is now up to one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven straight losses for the Cubs. Okay, it's bad. It's really, really bad with Chicago right now. They're on the road at Cincinnati. And in this game, they're throwing a rookie, a guy who has in Justin Steele, who has one start under his belt. He wasn't bad. Okay. Five innings, three hits, three earned runs in a seven in a four, two loss to the Brewers in the game. I think I'm in game two of that doubleheader that they played against Milwaukee back on the 10th uh, last Tuesday. So not horrible, but the Cubs generally, they actually hit lefties a little bit better than they hit righties. They're kind of a right hand hit, but that's before they had their whole you know, team blown up by, by, by management at the trade deadline. Chicago is not scoring and Wade Miley going to the hill here. Wade Miley's been pretty good and he's nine and four with a three ERA and the offense for Cincinnati at home is pretty good. And first fives. They've been very good recently in first five, seven, two and one over the last 10 and first fives. I'm going to go run line here. Cincinnati laying a half a run at minus 139 Reds 
run line against the Cubs, Wade Miley against Justin Steele. And I just don't think the Cubs have any real offense to talk about. And I think at home, the Reds have been playing well. The Reds are going to score here. I think the Reds have won three games in a row against the Cubs, seven, four, eight, two and seven, four. I I don't want to, I thought about going over five, but I'm a little concerned that the Cubs don't score anything. And it's like a three, nothing lead for Cincinnati. Then we're done where it's, it's an underplay. I thought about betting the under nine, but I'm just going to kind of take it with a half a run and take Cincinnati to be leading on the run line, half a run after five against Chicago here with Wade Miley against Justin Steele. So Cubs on the road, uh, Reds are at home, 31 and 27 at home to a decent home mark for Cincinnati. We're going Reds run line first five at minus 139. And for the other half a unit, I'm going to take a little bit of a flyer here. Okay, the Rockies on the road are awful. Like we talked about, they are fair. 14 wins on the road, 14 and 45 at home. The Rockies are 38 and 21. 38 and 21 is on par with the Giants who are 40 and 18. It's on par with the White Sox who are 39 and 22. It's a it's more wins than the Red Sox, Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays at home. It's more wins than the Astros at home. It's more wins than the Braves at home. It's more wins than the Brewers at home. It's crazy to see what the Rockies have done at home and their home dogs to the Padres coming up here tonight. Plus 122 on the money line for the Colorado Rockies. Now, you might go, boy, that's going to be scary. It's San Diego, Matt. Are you, are you sure? Okay, so look, it's more or less a play that at home, this team pitches much better. Antonio Sensatella going here for the Rockies. Ryan Weathers going on their side. Ryan Weathers left-handed pitching going in here into Coors Field. And look, he hasn't been good. Ryan Weathers for San Diego, six runs Six earned runs in his last start, six earned runs in the start before that, eight earned runs against Colorado at home in the start before that. Last three starts, this guy's not been good at all. And now he's going to Coors Field where the Rockies, they looked pretty good the last two days against the uh, against the Giants. And they had some bad breaks, some bad defensive plays. It's kind of just how things have gone for Colorado this season. And I mean, they had that win against the Giants four to one two days ago, but they had that, you know, that five, four loss that really was disgusting for them. They came all the way back and then two errors in the ninth inning. They lose the game to the Giants. I just think the Rockies are due here after losing five of six. Going back home, they played horribly on the road, but they just swept the Marlins at home, scoring 14, 7, and 13. They're just a different team at home. They are very tough to beat at home at Coors Field. I'm getting plus 122 money on this. Let's go Rockies plus 122 money line to beat the Padres here, who are 27 and 29 on the road, by the way. The Padres have a losing record at home. Rockies are at home, and yet they are getting plus money. Yes, please. Rockies plus 122. We're, go- we're going there with the money line for Rockies against the Padres. Okay, so those are our two plays for Major League Baseball. Not a big slate. It's Monday. Not going to go crazy. I will add a parlay, a double two-line money line parlay. It very well might be Rockies Reds. I can tell you that right now. I, I may just come and go Rockies Reds, but I might get involved with the Dodgers, and that might be a game I jump on against Pittsburgh because 
the Pirates are really bad. We don't have a starter yet for the Dodgers. We don't know who we're going to go with there. I may jump on the Rays. Uh, You know, it's Colin McHugh against Matt Harvey, though. So it's like "Mm, Matt Harvey's pitched pretty well lately. I like Matt Harvey right now. So I don't know if I want to go into that. Tampa at home has been pretty tough and pretty good. And they score a lot at home, but Harvey may shut them down. So I don't know if I'll go with that. But I could easily see myself going Reds money line and go with the Rockies money line or maybe go run line Rockies run line uh, with the Reds. I I don't know yet. So I'll kind of figure that out during the day and then post it during the Discord channel. I will have one more play. I'll do do a parlay six days in a row of hitting a parlay. I will have a two leg money line parlay for you guys coming up later on today. Okay, so just to recap, first five run line Reds Cubs at minus 139 and we're going Rockies money line at home against the Padres at plus 122. Half a unit, both plays, one unit in play here on a Monday. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. It's the Daily Juice Podcast being brought to you by BetMGM right here on bettingpros.com. 